Hello, sports fans. I am Wes Pruitt. John Skirvin's down there at the bottom. The man over there in the black Nike jacket is one Mr. Scotty Robinson. Uh, for Memphis Tiger fans, the name may ring a bell. He worked under uh, once coach John Calipari uh, at the basketball program. He is now the head coach at Carl. Very much for being on the show with us today. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Go ahead, John. Yeah, Scott. Um, first of all, I want to say welcome to the show as well. And uh, thank you for everything that you do for the city of Memphis and the Carville, uh community as well. And uh, first off, I just want to say, uh, you know, you worked under Calipari and Josh Passner, correct? Correct. Yeah, I worked for Calipari for five years and then uh, Passner for one. Could you talk about as a whole, like what that was like as a whole real quick? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, it's just the experience that I received at Memphis was just something you can't put a price tag on as a, as a head coach now. You know, um, this, was, this is my second year at Carterville, my 10th year as a head coach overall. Um, but, you know, it always takes me back to when I had the opportunity to work at Memphis, uh, especially, you know, uh, getting the opportunities to, to do what I did. You know, I was able to travel the world, literally. Uh, working for the basketball team, we played in Hawaii, played in Puerto Rico, we played it in New York, uh, anywhere and everywhere. Uh, it allowed me to get so much knowledge of the game of basketball, work under some great coaches and uh, Coach Cal and Coach Passner, and and continue to learn myself. You know, uh, I remember my dad telling me one day um, when he was asking me about how practices were going, and I said, you know, I like this, and, you know, I think I may use this when I become a head coach. Well, he goes, and my dad just told me, he goes, look, there's going to be things that you like and things that you don't like, you know, just take the things that you like and, and, and use those when you get your opportunity. And I always remember that to this day and, and just trying to learn uh, things from people as I, as I study them and learn them and see how I can implement it into what I do as a head coach. So it's been, it was an unbelievable experience, something that you can't put a price tag on something that a lot of people wish they had. And I was very fortunate to get it. Now you were like a like a manager, weren't you? Part of the basketball team, or like were you like part of like an assistant yeah. basketball role as well? Yeah, so I was a, I was a manager, uh, and then I was a graduate assistant, but I still did manager duties. I, and and even now as a head coach at Carve, I'm still you know I'm doing the laundry right now. You know we have a game tonight uh, at Bartlett, so you know I, it, it don't stop. You know I think the one thing that I have learned from that and, and as a leader, as a head coach, you know, you can't expect, expect your kids to do the little things if you're not willing to do them yourself. So, you know, I, you know, just the little things that, you know, I, I expect from them being on time, you know, taking charges in the game, diving for a loose ball, you know, you know, I clean the floor uh, at our gym and, you know, I do the laundry. So, you know, it, it goes both ways. And, uh, you know, I want to be a great example for our kids and uh, just doing all the little things, you know, I, I kept stats, as a manager, uh, you know, got the equipment set for games, made sure everything was set for Coach Cal. You know, he was an avid diet Coke drinker at the time, so had to make sure he always had his diet Coke, uh, you know, for games and practices. And then, uh, you know, anything and everything needed, rebounded for the kid or for the players. And, you know, uh, so anything that you can possibly think of, uh, that's what we did as managers. And, you know, we, we were, you know, on call literally 24-7 uh, to, to do stuff. And then he also got Josh Passner's uh, flash card ready for him as well, right? <laughs> oh, actually, actually, Jonathan, he did not start that really until his second year. So I was not oh, there. 
So, uh, but yes, I'm sure that the managers had, uh, for the team at that time really did that. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's something that you know, as a manager, you just gotta you gotta be willing to do anything and everything to help the team, just like you know, just like the staff and the players. You know, real quick before I talk about, we can talk before we can talk about Carville. You also played at Crichton College, which was at the time would switch over to Victory College, where you were a head coach as well. You finished 82 and 47 in that area. Just talk about that as well. Yeah, you know, uh, so we started the program from scratch at Victory once uh, I finished graduate school. Uh, but I was familiar with the school. I did attend there out of high school. I went, it was Crank College at the time. I was there for three years. I played basketball there and helped as an assistant coach with uh, Coach Miles, uh, who's a, a good friend, and uh, actually came back and helped me be my assistant coach when I became the head coach. So, we had a great relationship. Uh, he's still someone that uh, I can always rely on for advice, uh, life advice, and, uh, and coaching advice. So, you know, going back and starting something from scratch, it was unique. Uh, great opportunity. I was young at the time. I was 26, you know, uh, but my best player was 25. So I had to grow up quick. Uh, so, you know, NAI is a little different than NCAA. So uh, just being able to get that experience at a young age in terms of a, a, as a head coach, you know, a lot of people don't get. So, uh, you know, and I think we, our seasons got better every year because I learned every year as a coach, you know, I, I think that at the end of the day now uh, it's more about continuing to, you know, be a great relationship builder, you know, kids these days, you know, if you tell them to jump when we were young, you know, we would ask how high, you know, now when you tell a kid to jump, they want to know why you're telling them to jump. Absolutely. And, and if they believe in you and they, they know that you care and you're not going to just tell them to do something to do something, they'll jump as high as they can for you. So, you know, I think the relationship building piece is so critical to success. And then you went on to Winter Haven, Florida, and you coached at All States Academy where you finished in four years, 76 and 30. Yeah, you know, uh, so unfortunately, victory closed. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I just love, I loved it at victory. So I, I hate that it closed. We had a lot of great coaches at our school. We had some fun. We had a really good team. Uh, some decent basketball games too, back in that. Oh league. yeah, you know, we 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 played Auburn, we played Tennessee, we played New Mexico, we played a lot of good teams. So you know, it's just opportunities for my kids to be able to get those that they'll never forget. Uh, and then you know, in Florida. Uh, so after victory close, I tried to stay in college, uh, and it just didn't work out. Um, but, uh, so I, I missed coaching that year. And so that's why I wanted to get back in. So I ended up going down to Florida. Uh, it was a good situation. Uh, I came into a, a good sophomore class, so that really helped. Uh, and I stayed for four years and we had, we had good success. We made it to the regionals twice. Um, and just, you know. It was fun. We unfortunately we ran into Orlando Christian Prep down in Florida, and they've won like the state championship every year. They have right now in college. They have the starting point guard at Buffalo. They have the starting small forward at Central Florida. They have the starting power forward at Texas, and they got oh, a kid wow. at the NBA. So I mean, it's they were ridiculous, and they wow. they beat us by thirty twice back to back years, but they won the state championship. So you know we you know I tell we lost to the state champion, so it is what it is. Uh, All right, Wes, go ahead, bring up. Um, School. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you look at Collierville, um, when you look at Collierville, uh, of course, as we've alluded to, there's a big game tonight against Bartlett. 
Uh, I know John's going to give the Bartlett side of that. So I'll let you as the Collierville High School coach give the Collierville side. But um, when you look at Collierville as a town, Collierville is a very passionate town. Their, their community loves their sports. They love their high school teams. Uh, middle school, you know, youth league, I mean, all the way up, they're, they're just passionate. What's it like to be at a school like that with uh, the brand new facilities as well? So, you know, you know, coming to the new school, new facilities, there's expectations. Uh, you know, everybody wants a winner. Um, you know, I told our kids the other day, you know, I'm not from here. I'm from Indiana, but I've been down in Memphis for about 14 years now in my adult life. And uh, and I tell them, I said, guys, you know, I, I would ask people all the time, you know, you know, what what school did you go to? And they don't say University of Memphis or Rhodes College or Christian Brothers or Lemoyne Owen or Southwest. They tell you what high school they went to, you know, and so there's great pride with the high schools around Memphis. And, and the only way to be known in Memphis is uh, to have a really good basketball program and, you know, they and take great pride in it. So, you know, the expectation with that and, and trying to build a winning program year in and year out uh, comes with expectation, but it also comes with excitement because, you know, the facilities we do have, we have really good kids. Uh, you know, we're trying to get better every day. We're continuing to do that uh, and we have great support from the community and and you know they they built this school and it's an unbelievable school uh, but at the end of the day you know it's it's the return on investments it's like business you know they want wins and you know we're trying to do that and my job as coach you know I, I love winning I hate losing but at the end of the day uh, I get more excitement out of helping kids in life and get them to the next step um, and, and winning comes with that you know, when you have those relationships, when you have those expectations of the kids holding them to a higher standards, I think your winning correlates with that. And I think from last year, you know, we finished 20 and 12 in my first year. Uh, we made it to the regional semifinals for the first time since 1973. Um, and, you know, we just really bought in. We, we won the close games. And I think the teams that win the close games are the closest, is the closest team. Uh, and they find ways to win. So I really take uh, pride with winning close games. And I really try to challenge our kids with that. Um, you know, Hey, the closest team wins the closest game. So I really try to get them to become selfless teammates. Right. Yeah. What can you talk about last year's team before we talk about this year's team? Yeah. Last year's team, man, you know, there, I knew some of the kids coming in, you know, we were, uh, we had, you know, I felt like I was a hockey coach because we had a lot of strengths in different areas. So <laughs> we'd be like, you know, we'd have offensive, defensive subs, even in the first quarter, you know, we were very, we were limited offensively. Uh, but at the same time, we played really hard. And, you know, I, I try to t ask our kids all the time, you know, what's our identity? And I, we're trying to get them to just compete. You know, if we compete every night in, night out, good things happen. We just got to play hard. And even if we don't score, or if we don't win, you know, we got better. And then it's just trying to get better to the next day to get you know, to have the opportunity to, to win the big game. And, and uh, we hope to do that by out-executing teams because in Memphis, every game is going to be close. There's a lot of good teams. So, uh, you know, I think this year we have more offensive weapons. Uh, I think we really mesh well. I, li I really like our team. They're good guys. I enjoy coming to practice uh, and getting better. And, you know, they're competitive. They get on each other's nerves sometimes. But, you know, I, my job as the coach is to kind of, corral that and uh, continue to 
challenge each other within practice, but also understanding we are all on the same team with the same goal in mind. So, uh, you know, I, I really like our team. And I think, you know, this year, uh, depending on with Shelby County schools and all that, you know, it's going to be it's going to be interesting, you know, on how all the, how everything plays out throughout the year. Yeah, you talk about how it's going to be interesting this year. This year so far, you're 12 and two on the year. You beat Harding last night at Harding. Congratulations on that win, by the way, as well. Um, you know, just talk about this year, 12 and two so far. Like you talked about with the scheduling changes at the last minute to like you just picked up Barlow again tonight at six o'clock at Barlow. So talk about this year. Yeah, I mean it's it's chaos. You know, scheduling's chaos. Uh, but I think. The one thing I learned from Coach Cal when I worked at Memphis is you got to be able to thrive under chaos because it never stops. Uh, so, you know, I really enjoy scheduling. I've, I've done it my whole life. So it hasn't bothered me uh, because I just know things happen. So from that standpoint, you know, we're, we're adjusting on the fly and we're just continuing to make the necessary adjustments needed to, you know, give as many opportunities as we can for our kids. And that's at the end of the day, that's what I want. I want as many games for our seniors as possible. Go ahead, Wes. Uh, Coach, when you look at the game against Bartlett tonight, uh, I mean, I, I don't want you to give all your strategies away, but uh, give, me some, uh, give me some things that you as a coaching staff and also as your team uh, has to play well in order to win the game tonight. Well, we got we to gotta be who we are, and, and we got to compete defensively. We got to we – gotta, you know, rebound. We got to do the little things. I mean, Bartlett's really, really good. You know, their, their record's not indicated on how good they are, uh, even though they have a good record. Uh, you know, they played a really, really tough schedule. They've lost some games that, you know, against teams that, you know, nobody else has played, you know, like the team from Texas and Combine Academy that are just their national team. So, you know, I don't put too much stock in the number of losses that they have. We're just really, really good. They're coached well by Coach Real. Uh, he's, you know, he's been in college. He's had a lot of success wherever he's been. So, you know, they're going to be well coached. They're going to be good. Uh, you know, and, and for us, it's just an opportunity to find out where we're at. You know, we had losses to Christian Brothers and FACS back-to-back -back nights. And, you know, both those teams are really good. I think Christian Brothers can win the state. And I think FACS can win the state. So, you know, uh, for us, you know, it's just, you know, since then to now, it's just an opportunity to find out where we're at and, you know, for us to, continue to be better we got to play you know the good teams and right now there's not a lot of teams that aren't playing that aren't good so you know you can't run from anybody and you know it's just an opportunity to kind of get a game uh you know Bartlett had somebody cancel on them so I've known Dion for a little bit so I ended up helping him out getting that game and you know I don't mind playing back to back the kids rather play than practice uh so you know from that standpoint it's you know just trying to give as many opportunities for our kids, like I said, to get games and tonight's going to be fun and it's going to be a good game. You know, you talked about, well, this year in general, because I think like a lot of teams like our district and y'all's district does have only like a two team race this year. Right. Yeah. So it's just basically y'all in Houston with our, with your good friend, Mike Miller on the other sideline. But uh, talk about like how y'all are going to decide maybe the first seed as well this year. Yeah, so, we're, you know, we'll have our districts and regionals. You know, I think for Bartlett, you know, they have the regionals with uh, Munford, Dyer County, and all those schools. So, you know, they're actually going to have a regional tournament. You know, we won't if Shelby County schools don't play. So, it'll just be us in Houston. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be – it's gonna, you know, we'll have to play Houston four times this year. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, 
for us as a team, you know, if we want to get better, you know, we got to play against those teams. And, you know, if we, if we lose, we lose, if we win, we win, you know, we just got to get better and uh, challenge our kids. And, and also at the end of the day, you know, it's opportunities for our kids to get scholarships, to go to college uh, and playing against those teams, you know, like, um, like the kid at Bartlett, you know, he had a great game against, um, you know, one of the best players in the country. And then next thing you know, Memphis offers. And so you just never know when that opportunity comes. And by us doing that, you know, we're going to, we're going to be uh, visible for college coaches, for our kids. And that's all we can ask for at the end of the day. Wes. Uh, coach, when you look at, uh, when you look at the landscape of, of just basketball in general, um, just to get on the, the, the college side of it, uh, what is your opinion on this transfer portal um, as far as college basketball is, is concerned? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I, I understand it. It's actually from the standpoint of a central notification. I get it because it allows other college coaches to kind of know and have access to their information. So, I mean, from the standpoint of operation and logistics, it makes sense why they did that. Uh, so everybody has access to that. Uh, I think from the transfer portal, uh, there's issues that have come up just from the standpoint of, uh, you know, kids always wanting attention. And, you know, they may put their name in the transfer portal, just have teams reach out to them, but then don't end up transferring, you know. So you just you just don't know the intention right. uh, from that. But, uh, but at the end of the day, I think um, operationally it makes sense uh, just so people know who's available. Um, Scotty, you talked about a winning program at Carryville. You know, in years past, you know, before you get, came to Carryville, they've always been a decent football school. Uh, the last 14 years before you arrived, Carryville basketball was – I don't really want to get in detail, but Carryville basketball was a distant combined – 111 and 228 in the last 14 years before you arrived. Uh, just talk about how Cairo basketball can be a winning program again, being not just a football school under Joe Riccone, who played at Cairo and being a decent football coach over there as well, to now a basketball, you know, powerhouse as well. Well, you, you know, the success our baseball team has had is always, you know, In baseball has put the success, put the school on the map, you know, in terms of the success of our sports program. So, you know, myself and Coach Riccone, we're going to do everything we can. You know, obviously Coach Riccone is an alum. Uh, you know, I'm coming in as an outsider per se and uh, just trying to use my experiences and connections and uh, just trying to give these kids the, you know, the blueprint to, you know, finding who they are as a basketball player. You know, we've got really good coaches. You know, we've got Sean Taggart, Willie Kemp, who was at Memphis when I was there. And, you know, there's, uh, you know, when you're a high school yeah. kid, it's a, you get that type of teaching from guys that play professional basketball. I mean, it's a, a lot of people don't get that. So, you know, we're trying to continue to build a program by building great connections uh, and allowing our kids to continue to push themselves for their, for their goals. So, you know, we're, we're just working every day, man. You know, you can't, it won't be built overnight. You know, I think, uh, you know, Coach Mooneyham, people don't realize um, the previous coach before I got here did a, did a really good job. Uh, it's just our districts are so tough, you know, he, and he had some good, good players, but, you know, you're playing Ridgeway, Southland, Germantown, Houston, you know, Kirby every night. I mean, it's not going to be easy. Um, and it's going to be even tougher next year with the new district. So, you know, we're just trying to get kids and 
uh, you know, kids working every day and, and, and just really developing the grassroots of um, having that love for the game of basketball. Yeah, talk about real quick how Lily Kemp just came along recently as your assistant coach and talk about Sean Taggart. Like what kind of inspiration they can give the young kids out there as well? Well, they're, that's who they are. You know, I mean, they're young. Uh, you know, they're, they're good guys. Uh, they play professional basketball. You know, they, they're good, both going to be good coaches uh, depending on what they want to do. Uh, so it's just, you know, it's a good opportunity for them to continue to give back to the game that has given a lot to them. And, and kind of figure out what they want to do in their career. You know, I think Willie's still trying to play once he gets uh, back from his hip stuff that he's had issues with. So, you know, he may go, give it one more round, but I think Tag's trying to get into coaching and uh, he's going to be good. You know, he's going to do a really good job once he, uh, he's able to get that uh, opportunity. And I think they both could be really, really good assistant college coaches, you know, immediately. You know, because they're both really good and they're good guys and they recruit, uh, you know, they, they have connections. They could recruit at the college level uh, because they, they, they're they personable and, they, and they're and they know what it takes to get it done. And I mean, we talked about this with other coaches as well in the past, but uh, I know it's different now because you got different types of middle schools. Like, for example, you got West Carryville now and you got Schilling Farms. I'm not Schilling Farms. Schilling Farms still exist? That's right. No. So that's part of West Carville, right? Correct. So basically the only middle school program that y'all really got is Carville Middle and West Carville, right? I believe, yes. Okay. So I know we don't want to throw out like game plans out there and everything like that, but doesn't it usually help to have the same? You're good, John. Keep going. You're good. You're good. You're good. It's good. Okay. Keep going. Doesn't it, doesn't it usually We're help? live. I have dogs. It's okay. <laughs> Go ahead. outside. No I'm kidding. I was I was looking over my shoulder. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> doesn't it easily <laughs> doesn't it easily help to have at least one middle school program that y'all are kind of close to run the same program or run the same plays as you do? Or is it kind of challenging when both schools are kind of connected to Carville? Well, uh, you know, you want them connected, obviously, so there's a vested interest. Uh, you know, so you want to be able to have that. Um, so, you, you know, and then, and then you want to have that connection, you know, like our Monday, the middle, our two middle school teams plays West Carver and Carver middle. So, you know, just, you know, I'll be at the game and, you know, it, it's, it's unique, you know, and when I growing up, I never had two middle schools. So, you know, it's, it's a rivalry per se, but also it's the same town. So it makes it a little a little different, a little interesting to say the least. So as Memphis fans, talk about, like, I know we already talked about your major history, but just talk about, you said you went on, like, some few road trips, like Madison Square Garden. I believe you saw yep. Duke versus Memphis back in the day. Yeah. Uh, you saw Duke versus, or Memphis versus Syracuse back in the day when Carmel Anthony played. But uh, just talk about some players and some coaches that you actually watch a lot of film on and get a lot of these plays from as well. Yeah. Um, you know, just. You know, those experiences, man, like we played in Puerto Rico, we played in Madison Square Garden, you know, you're, you're always evaluating and watching and, and just really just being in the moment. You know, I think that's just the one thing that I was able to tell my, my kids now is just try to be in the moment uh, because you don't know when you're going to get it again. And I think even for my team this year, 
you know, I really like our team and I tell our kids all the time, we only get this year's team this year. Uh, so we're just trying to be in the moment, trying to enjoy it, uh, you know, play together. Uh, and we're trying to continue to get better. Uh, but those experiences, man, it's just, every time I think about it, man, like just being in Madison Square Garden, being on the bench, uh, you know, it's just something that a lot of people can't even fathom. And then just being there and, and uh, you know, you see, uh, you know, we played uh, USC. Uh, I wasn't there when Carmelo played. That was right before I got That's there. Right. Uh, but I was there when we played USC with OJ Mayo and um, Dr. Jerry Buss was on the baseline across from the bench, you know, the owner of the Lakers. So, at the, you know, unfortunately he passed. But, you know, you just see so many people at our games. Um, you know, we were honestly, I mean, I think we were, 137 and 14 in four years. I mean, it was just everywhere we went and, and Cal, Coach Cal would talk about it all the time where everybody's Super Bowl, and it was. I mean, everybody would come out. Any major alums from that school when we would play them was there uh, because they wanted to see us. I mean, they obviously, you know, we had Derrick Rose and Tyreek Evans our last two years. Uh, but even before that, you know, we were really good and we played really good teams and it was, uh, it was fun, man. It was, you know, it, It'd be great to go back and have an opportunity to work at Memphis, uh, being an alum myself. But you know, just just trying to figure out, um, you know, to have that pride and continue to, you know, hope that they do well. And at the same time, you know, right now they're they're struggling, but hopefully, hopefully something changes. Speaking of uh, scheduling, Bless. Coach, um, you alluded to earlier that um, Bartlett is playing more nationally ranked teams have you looked I mean are, are you wanting to increase your uh national uh I guess you'd say national visibility uh, and, and and play more high, higher ranked IMG people like that well you know I you know if, if we have those types of players I don't mind playing anybody you know I think you know for us you know we're just trying to get better you know we for the for Memphis uh you know I think we played as tough a schedule as anybody right now you know especially playing Bartlett tonight you know, of our, this will be our 15th game tonight. You know, we played Bartlett, Olive Branch, you know, uh, Christian Brothers, uh, Center Hill, FACS. So, you know, I think of our 15 games, you know, I think five games, I mean, and then that's not even including the other teams that we played, you know, um, Lake Cormorant's good. Uh, you know, just, there's just so many teams, you know, Haywood, you know, and right now, like I was saying earlier, there's not very many teams playing that aren't good. Uh, so you're, you know, MH, I'll tell you this right now, MHEA, yeah. the homeschool team is really good and they can play with anybody in the city. Uh, you know, they, I think the best teams are Christian brothers in Houston. Um, I think those are the two best teams in the city. Uh, but MHEA can play with anybody else. I mean, pure, pure, the other homeschool team beat MUS, you know, last night, Moz beat Briarcrest. So in, in the city of Memphis, and we played Moz. We played them early and we beat them, but you just don't know, uh, you know, night in and night out, man. In Memphis, everybody's got a basketball player. And if you're not playing and playing well and you're not bringing energy, I mean, you can lose. You know, you can lose. And, you know, I think, you know, from a national yeah. scheduling standpoint, you know, we're trying to continue to get better. And if those opportunities come up, uh, you know, we'll take them. You know, I think from that event in Bartlett when they hosted those games, we had we were already an event, and then the our event got canceled. Uh, and then I tried to get in their event, and then unfortunately we couldn't get in. It was just you know timing, you know. So I mean it, it's been chaos for scheduling, but 
Yeah. Uh, you know, as those things develop, you know, this year we, uh, you know, hopefully continue to play against teams that continue to make us better. Yeah, I know COVID has kind of ruined everything for like your scheduling as well. Because I know you were talking about maybe going to Indiana again, like I yeah. did last year. Uh, you talked about maybe going to South Dakota in the near future as well and playing that tournament where Houston's actually at right now, I believe. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Scotty, uh, like I said, you know, good luck tonight against Bartlett. You know, no hard feelings. I'm like, I like, I like both coaches, you know. I hope y'all ended a tie. Let's just say that. But, you know, somebody's got to win the ball game. And, uh, you know, good luck to you the rest of the way as well. You know, I, like I said, I told you earlier on, I've respected you, you know, from day one. When you were major under Kyle Perry, that's when I first got to know you after the basketball games and stuff like that. So the last 15 years have been a fun ride so far, you know? No doubt. Well, I'll see you there tonight, man. It's going to be fun. I'm with you. I'm with you. Winter tie. <laughs> well, Scotty, thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, thank you for everyone watching on Facebook, YouTube, our listeners on iHeartRadio. Uh, also, fans, we'll, we will be putting out uh, our entire weekend schedule on the website. So jump on over to the website uh, here in about the next hour and uh, all that will be updated. But for John Sturdivant, I'm Wes Pruitt, Scotty Robinson. Thank you very much for being with us today. 